I'm Marika. And I'm Miles. And this is, I don't know what I'm doing. Because we don't. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, we fucking don't. Don't. (laughs) Play the jingle. Kept church, and we're here. This is our church. <laughs> kind of. City's my church. Remember that song? What? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen to you it. You guys can look it up. Um, okay. You guys know what I'm talking about if you were like 23 and like doing four day vendors. <laughs> Anyways, we always start with our fail of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what? I gotta know. I do. Ooh. So. So I have this friend from college, and it was, like, an interesting situation because he didn't go to our college. He was, like, okay. 30, Ooh. but we were just friends with him because he was, like, in the whole, like, gay scene or whatever. Okay. And he actually was my roommate for a little bit. He was a great roommate. But then, you know, like, I moved to Chicago, and he still lived in Savannah, and we didn't hang out. And then, like, two years ago, he moved to Milwaukee. Oh. Weirdly, from Savannah, which I'm like, that's the weirdest move I've ever heard of. Mm. So we, he, we have not hung out in those two years. Like he's always like, when are you going to come to Milwaukee? And I'm like, Chicagoans never go to Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it's only an hour and a half away, we just Mm -hmm. don't. Um, and he like has come down here a few times, but like on a weeknight, like he'll be like, he'll on a Tuesday, he'll be like, I'm coming tomorrow, Wednesday at 9 PM to boys town. And I'm like, I am like sleeping at that time. (laughs) Like I'm going, I'm getting ready for bed. I have like work. Um, (laughs) But he came in, like, this weekend. And I can tell he, like, wants... He's been wanting to see me. Like, I can tell. <laughs> no, not romantically, but just, like... I know. Hey, we, like, whatever. And I, like, feel bad. Right. But I'm also, like, I don't know how much I care because... <laughs> oh, that's, like, the worst. That's we, the worst. You know, it was, like, we were friends at a certain time, like, nine years ago. And that was nine years ago. Right. You know? So yeah. he came in this weekend and we were supposed but to, like... can you afford to be that picky? On Friday, I could. On Friday, I could. So, on Friday, he, like, wanted to hang out, and I had worked till 7. Then I came home. My toilet was clogged, so I had to go to Kmart. Finally, it's, like, 9 p.m. and I'm under 9.30, and I'm, like, drinking old-fashioned at my at here at my apartment, and I'm, like, okay, I'm, like, ready. So I text him, and it's one of those things where you text, mm. and then, like, 45 minutes goes by. Ew. You texted too late. So then I called him at, like, 10 or 10.10. I was, like, let me just call him. And he's, like, very drunk on the phone. Ooh. And I'm, like, because I don't like to show up. I don't like to be basically sober and show up when people are really drunk. It's just not fun for me. I feel like I have to catch I, up. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's taxing. I don't, yeah. It's, it's And then on the phone, he was, like, bitchy to me. Like, he was, like, oh, we're going to Shaker's. It's, like, next to TJ Maxx. It's, like, in Boys Town, but it's not on Broadway. It's on Clark, and it's next to TJ Maxx. I want to go there. It's, like, just in the... Yeah. He was, like, we're going to Shakers. I was, like, oh, I've never heard of that. I mean, I don't get out to Boys Town that much. And he was, like, of course you don't. He was, like, you're, like, that one member of Little Mix, that Leanne or whatever that nobody likes. I was, like, Leanne sucks. <laughs> and then he's, like, it was the same way when you lived in Savannah. You're, like, that one member of Girls oh Aloud, God. the redheaded one. And I was, like, Nicola's my favorite. And her solo album was great. And I was, like, tell he was just trying to, like, friendly teasing me. But I was, like, why is it so antagonistic right now? And I was, like, okay, well, I'll see you soon. And we, like, hang up. 
Uh-huh. And then my friend Danielle texts me and she's like, hey, do you want to go to Alice's to karaoke? And I was like, you know what? I do. <laughs> That's what I actually want to do. I don't want to go all the way to Boys Town with my friend that was just bitchy to me and is drunk already. And I know he was been uh-huh. trying to see me and this will probably will end our friendship forever. So whatever. But <laughs> do I care that much? I don't no, think I do. I'm like, don't. I was like, I'm too old to like fucking do this just to Not be polite. do what you want to do. Live your best life. So... I don't give a fuck anymore, I guess. I'm kinda, you, so did you just not show up? I just was or like, well, actually, him? then my coworker emailed me because we're on this new business pitch and she, I had to look at a PDF and proofread it. So I was like, I just got more work, which was true. Mm-hmm. And But then I just went with Danielle to yeah. Alice's. Because it's like down the street. And then he like texted me like after midnight. He was like, are you coming? No. And she was like, just don't text back. And I was like, I'm going to text back. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, I'm not. I don't know if it was a fail or not. I feel like it was like kind of both, but <laughs> fail on his part. You guys, it's a story for you. You know, <laughs> this whole thing is a story for you. Some breakup. <laughs> um. So lately, I've been feeling like left out of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I don't know why. It's not like people are like posting like Instagram, Instagram stuff and like I'm not there or whatever no it's nothing anything like that it's just like a feeling and I'm like no one's really texting me like to go out like all weekend all I did was like watch tv I worked I worked on Saturday but like all I did was watch tv and lay on the couch and eat and take naps that's all I did and I just feel like uh I just feel like why I really want to go out but no <laughs> but I haven't been like proactive like go out or like hang out or go both? out okay. I wanted to like get my drink on a little bit in the city or in Hanover Park Illinois uh, in the city <laughs> but I didn't I wasn't very proactive uh-huh. in that like one of like Laurent I texted Laurent hey like when we hang out like hey I'm free tonight which was like Saturday night and I'm like okay <laughs> like I'm like let's hang out Sunday like see like I just I have this feeling of like, I want to go out. I feel left out. I don't feel the love right now. Mm-hmm. But someone just asked me to hang out Saturday night, and I said no. So, yeah. Sounds like a fail to me. I mean, you know. <laughs> but like, does that like? It's the dumbest. The dumbest. Because so, it's like you didn't want to do that plan. Which was wasn't even a plan being made yet. I was just like. Hey, do you want to hang out? Like, and I'm like, uh, no, like, I don't, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, and my roommate invited me out to this thing and he's like, I'm leaving in 30 minutes. Like, well, I need to take a shower because I haven't done that in like 24 hours, over that's 24 okay. hours. That's okay. Well, I haven't washed my hair in like 36 hours. That's also, uh, <laughs> it's okay if you have the right regimen. So it was like. Yeah, no. And then I, I could have done something, but no. And then also one of my friends texted me at 1030 and I ignored it. A city okay, so friend, you, feel a city left, you feel left out, but you're also just like, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but no. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> like, I think it's, I get in these weird moods where like, I feel left out, I want to hang out, but I'm very, very particular of what I want to do. Mm. So, which is, like, I would like to have a cocktail and get my drunk on and somehow magically come home without driving my car and sleeping in my bed. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know how that part works. When are you moving to the city? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you work in Naperville. You should never do that. Anyways. Okay, so we... This is another episode with a guest. Yay! So we have, like, one of our super fans... Um, met him in Texas this summer when we went down to Texas and danced on a stripper pole. This uh, is Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! Hey! Hello. Hi, hi. Hi, everyone. And the stories about the stripper pole are true. I saw that with my own eyes. So, okay. So our topic is, I don't know if people like me. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of has to do with my fail a little bit, right? I don't know. I'm still confused what your fail was. Same. Same. It's not really a fail, to be honest. No, I think it definitely was a fail. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, First impressions. Yeah, where do we stop? First impressions. How do you, like, are you guys worried about that all the time? I think I'm more worried about first impressions if it's I'm meeting someone that it's close to someone that I care for. Oh. Like their opinion matters. Yes. Like a parent? could be a parent, could be friends of a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, the best friend. Exactly. Yeah. Especially best friends, like especially you're joining a group where you just met, um, you met someone new, you're with this person, you become friends, and all of a sudden they're going to introduce you to their group of friends, mm-hmm. and you're like waiting, am I going to be accepted on this group? Mm-hmm. Am I part of the group? And you're always like wondering, and, and you can't help sometimes to ask that person, did they like me? Did they not like me? Oh, and you're always thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and before that, it's like, oh, I'm going to meet them. What should I wear? Should I dress better? Yeah. And getting, like, you're sort of overthinking every single little bit. Yeah. Do you oh. typically ask that? I never ask that question, but I know a lot of people do ask that. Do you typically ask people that? I sometimes, like usually people tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Like, after, it's like, oh, yeah, they like you or they did not mm-hmm. like you. or. I think I ask. Do they like me? Or like, I don't even, I'm not sure if I think really worry about that so much. Or I think I'm worried about like, uh, do I like them? And if I don't, <laughs> does my face say that? Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, because I wear my heart on my sleeve and whatever. Yeah, phrase. It is weird hanging out with new groups because like, people are trying to form an opinion on you. But sometimes when I'm hanging out with people that I maybe I'm not jiving with, I just don't talk a lot because I'm like, I don't have anything to say. These people aren't saying anything. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have anything to say. And then people, I feel like, then they're like, oh, he's like quiet or something. And I'm like, well, I'm not typically, but I don't like hmm. you guys. Like, I'm like yeah, there's I don't nothing to like say. You. To say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like at work, like my coworker told me, like my coworker Crystal, like she said, like, yeah, I remember like seeing me for the first time and wondering like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> what does like, that mean? Like, who is this girl? Like, I don't know who she is. Like, oh, and I don't know how we start becoming friends. To be honest with you, I'm trying to like remember. You're like, who's this girl wearing sunglasses inside? <laughs> oh, I wish I could do that. She gives me crap for it, and I. And I think it's funny. I was thinking, like, maybe if I could wear glasses and be like, my eyes are starting to hurt when I look at the computer screen. Yeah, but have you ever tried to use a computer with sunglasses on? It's impossible. No, it's not. When you have cheap Lagunitas sunglasses, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) You should get, like, sunglasses and just be like, they're transition lenses and they're, like, broken. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Oh, that's funny. Um, I should totally do that. My, I... When I was in um, portfolio school, mm-hmm. I remember we had like a mentor. We were with her for like a year. Oh, Every okay. once a week. And I remember we were meeting with like a mentor of a different class. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about somebody that was like sick. 
How did I say it? Because I said it all wrong. I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope they get better. <laughs> and he like, I could tell he like looked. Because I meant like, I hope, I was like, I hope they get better. But he thought it was sarcasm because my tone is fucked up as we talked about on this podcast. And he, I could see him like cock his head. He was like, mm. and I was like, no, like I know. I mean, I really want to. And Sarah was like, she's like, that's Miles. Like, I didn't think that he liked me for like the first year, but like, oh my God. she's like, that's just how Miles, that's how Miles talks. He means it. And she like explained me to him, but I was like, oh, so that is my fucking first impression. <laughs> I have like no emotion. I'm sarcastic about everything, and my eyebrows tell people that I hate them. <laughs> Do first impressions like stick to you guys? Like even when you get to know the better. Yeah. Or like, or for example, like, oh, I really don't like this person, and it kind of like deters you away. Like, I usually give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't negatively, as a person, I don't negatively judge people that early. Oh. Yeah. I do form a first impression, and I think I like to be. I like. I really like to get to know people, and I like to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I like to be like, oh. You like to be proved wrong? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know. I like, I don't know. You like I'm trying to think of an That's example. That's what you like. You like to yeah. learn or something. <laughs> Kevin? I, so, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, regarding first impressions, I think it really depends on the environment where I meet the person. Okay. It's like if there was alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. Was it that they were drunk and they're mm-hmm. just being a little bit obnoxious? Okay. I don't know. So what about work? Like a work thing. Work, it's work. It's a little bit different, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's just um, I try to understand or put myself in the position. So where's this person coming from? Is it just because they're like super crowded? They have a lot of different meetings. Um, and or are they lazy as fuck? Or are they lazy? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but lately, what I've noticed, um, I work in a business environment where. Probably most of the people that I work with are older than me. When I say older, they've been with the company at least 15, 20 years more than I have. Okay. Yeah. And um, so there's like a big generational gap between oh, them and okay. I. And sometimes my role has me giving them instructions. And it's like Ooh, whenever I approach them, it's just like I try to be super friendly and I'm really thinking how do I come across because I don't want to be that person that's kind like, oh, you're the young boy who's telling me what I need to be doing. Yeah. And uh, I really try to like pull myself and try to be a little bit more friendly. Yeah. And something that I've noticed, it's just the position that I have allows me to talk with people who have been with the com- with high roles, um, VPs, executive vice presidents, sometimes directors. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm talking to one of the engineers and I see that they're not really have a close relationship with management... Oh. I try to understand what's really going on because they're sort of scared about management, but my relationship with the management yeah. tends to be better. And it makes me feel is that sometimes a lot of the VPs, directors, they're going meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. Mm-hmm. So they're very straight to the point. Oh, okay. So they're goal-oriented. They want to get stuff done. And mm-hmm. whenever they are going to communicate with one of the employees, it's not that they're trying to be mean. It's not that they're trying to be bad to them. It's mm-hmm. just that... The way that they come across is like they don't understand what maybe the engineer is going through, like all the work that they're dealing with, and oh, yeah, that, that creates sucks. sort of a bad impression that doesn't allow right. For oh, like engineers, like they don't like yeah, got it. And that's interesting. That's good that you notice that because it is true. They are stuck in meetings all day, so they have to be really my. We're like that in my company too. They have to be very fast. Um. Yeah. Like for me, like. 
work related stuff I'm like ugh this person's like stupid and lazy as fuck <laughs> like <laughs> like uh but then I realizing that like oh maybe they're not or vice versa where I think like the person I like this person and oh they're they're good at their job and then all of a sudden I notice things at work that they're doing in Salesforce and I'm like really come on man like no you're better than this like why are you I don't know it's just like okay I guess my first impression was wrong <laughs> my first impressions are wrong most of the time that's the gist of that <laughs> so so does that mean that we gotta take care of our first impressions a little bit more do we gotta overthink no. before we meet someone we just gotta or? like keep meeting them and like just first impressions are you should, stupid. You should, yeah, reserve judgment. Yeah. I think you should realize, like, everyone has lit. Like, if you meet a, my, my coworker when she was new, she's 34. I'm like, she's lived 34 years on this earth. And I don't know anything about those 34 years, mm-hmm. you know? So I can't pretend like I know her in this, like, first right. few days. And, like, I I hate the saying that people are like, oh, it's hard to get rid of a first impression. I'm like, no, it's not. Not for me. Anyways, like when I get to know a person more and more, I'm like, okay, either it solidifies that first impression or it doesn't. So I think you just brought it up is when you get to know more the person. So, yeah. But you have to allow yourself to actually be yeah, able exactly. to be around the person, right. interact with the person, and not just pretty much block yourself from getting to know them just because of yeah. that first impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving uh, on. Um, getting people to like you. Like, how do you, how do you guys do that? So the question is, do <laughs> why do you want people to like you? Is it just like, are you trying to force a situation? Is it just because you don't think they like you? Um, why not just let it flow? Do you care about that people, that person? For it, Definitely or? wanted to get my bosses to like me. Um, because, <laughs> I mean, like, we, we got hired as interns, and then when we got hired, actually hired, we were taken from the two people that we, that the my bosses that we were under as interns, we still kind of work under, but we got put in our completely new team. Oh, Didn't okay. know us. Oh. And they were like, okay, here you go. Here's that team. Like, you, here you go, guys. Like, you get Miles and Marty, you know? Okay. So I was like, okay, well, we have to, like, prove ourselves all over again. We proved ourselves to the first two people, but right. now we have to prove ourselves to these two. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I, I think I just tried to get them to like me with my work and I think I didn't notice it until the last few months like I was like because I'm always like do they get it like do they get my like thing Mm -hmm. but then I noticed they would start they would like joke with me or be like oh my god that's totally like Miles this is totally you or like that's Mm. totally of course you wrote this line of course this is how you write right so then I was like oh my god they like it made me really happy I was like they fucking get it Um. and they know what I'm bringing to the table and they know my like angle yay because I don't know that it's always the most Obvious. I think, I okay, think I'm just going to fucking toot my own horn. I think I'm pretty fucking unique as a person. And I think not everyone um, fucking understands it right away. Yeah, because they're um, stupid. I'm not like a straight guy that like does improv. You know, like that is, that's like an easy type to be like, I understand that Chicago straight guy improv. I know what kind of thing you bring to the table. But me, yeah. I feel like it's so like, where did this come from? So. <laughs> I don't, I mean, at work, I, I don't, it's like my... I guess my manager, like, my direct boss that I work with, like, I mean, I want to make sure I'm doing a good job, 
okay. And if I make a mistake, I'm like, oh my God, please don't notice that. <laughs> um, but you want them to like you, right? Eh. No? I want her boss to like me. Mm. I want people higher up to like me and notice me. Yeah. So I feel like in the work, in the work environment, if like you're talking to your, or if you're trying to impress your boss or you want yeah. your boss to like you or your boss boss, right? you have to go above and beyond. You have to, yeah. they're, they're in those roles and those positions because they do care about the company. They do care about what yeah. they do. So the way to actually show them it's by how much time you spend, how much effort mm-hmm. you spend on the work that you do. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get them to like you. However, you got to be conscious that if you look like you're always putting too much effort into your work mm-hmm. and you're going way too above and beyond than your other coworkers. Oh. Then your coworkers might get jealous. They might not. Or they'd be like, "Ugh, you're you care way too much." Like they, I I roll my eyes. So yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have to sort of create that balance. Balance. Yeah. And there are things that you can do to make your bosses like you that doesn't necessarily need to be showing your coworkers that you're going way too much above and beyond. Right. Ask your boss to give you feedback. Continue right. feedback every now and then. And just like those little private moments where it's like, oh, she cares about what she's doing and she wants to improve. That's why she's asking questions. questions. Right. But what about like outside of work? Ooh. I mean, I only do it when I'm crushing on somebody very hard and I try to be like, okay, I gotta make sure like I'm this and this and this and I'm doing this. I can't say this. Or like what you're saying? Or what yeah, you're, like, I'm just going to throw it out there. Like Liz, for example, like, I would, probably what broke the straw on the camel's back was, like, meeting, like, my friend, um, who basically is very misogynistic. And when Liz met your misogynistic like friend. friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was asking, like, why are you friends with him? And in my mind, I had the answer, but I wasn't saying it. I was, like, silent. Because I'm like, I don't want to make this into an argument. I want her to like me. But now I think back on it, I'm like, no, fuck that. I should have told her. I should have been like, well, because he's a, there's other great qualities about him. He's a loyal friend. He's, he's, he's supportive. He's respectful to me. I was like, kind of like tiptoeing around her, worried about how she, like worried about her leaving and she left fucking anyway. So it's like, it doesn't even matter. So, um, yeah, like I, it depends if I like them and then like. Unfortunately, like, when I realize what I'm doing, it's fucking too late. I'm like, God fucking damn it. I was changing myself for this person, and I never should have. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it got real. (laughs) But do we do that with, like, people that we want to be friends with? I feel like I do. And sometimes I gotta constantly remind myself that I want people to like me for who I am, Mm -hmm. not for who I can pretend to be. Because after yeah. all, it's your, you have to face yourself every single day mm-hmm. in the mirror. Like, yeah, you may have friends, but do you really want those type of friends that only like you because right. of who you're pretending to be? Or right. the friends that really like you for That's who you are? That's exhausting, pretending to be someone that you're not. It's, you used to do that as a kid. Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure, like, middle school, you're like, I have to survive. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be preppy. I have to wear Amber Crombie. Mom, buy it for me. Yeah, yeah and I was mm-hmm. like, I am strong. Right. Uh, <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's one particular phrase that I like a lot. I don't know mm-hmm. who came up with it or where it came from, but I've heard it. Like I've known it for years. That it's pretty much people like you for what you're good at, 
but people love you for your flaws and weaknesses. What? Is that true? (laughs) Well, I feel like those people that really stay around you, like your close friends, Uh they know how vulnerable you can be. Oh, yeah. And they're okay with it. And Uh. sometimes vulnerability can be considered some, some sort of weakness. But that's true. Cause I, don't I have know friends. If they love it. No, well, I mean, cause like we have friends that like I'm annoyed with shit about them, but we're still friends with them, and we that oh, would never yeah. that would never end the friendship. Oh, I mean, that's what oh means. no, no, no! I really hate it. God, cause I only related to like love or whatever. Cause like, I really hate it when I'm starting to date somebody or starting to get to know them romantically. Then I do something kind of like. I guess shitty or intense or whatever and they like just like oh well I'm done like well fuck you then (laughs) you know like I don't understand why this small it's not I mean I I feel like it's small compared to all the other great qualities that I have right so why is this weighing so heavily on you for no reason, when you know this is not how It's like I they am. have, like, one foot out the door already. Yeah. And they're just waiting for an excuse to, like... Right. To leave. It's stupid. It's so stupid. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. But, you know, all these people that I have in common is fucking me, so it's who I'm choosing. Fucking you? <laughs> yes, fucking Yes. Yep. Right. <laughs> but I do, I, I do think, like, whenever we're looking for someone for dating, like, someone that you want something serious with, there are things that you do take a little bit more personal... Yeah. And I feel like whenever you have friends, oh, they can point. do things that you're okay with it. But if it's the person that you're dating, if they yeah. do it, it's just like, uh, I cannot really deal with deal this. Deal with this. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid. It hurts more. It does hurt more. Yeah. But like, but also like, I'm trying to think like if my current friends, if their behavior was very, like, their major flaw came out very suddenly in the beginning of our friendship, would I still be friends with them? Like, wait, when did the misogynistic thing come out? Oh, that came out early on. Oh, and then you were still friends with them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I was because I guess, like, I had fun with him and his friends, and, like, I had fun going out, and, like, it wasn't, I don't know, because also he has a lot of other strong female friends. Like, like, his friends are majority females, and they all have great jobs, they're educated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, like, kind of, like, strange. Well, because I think it might be more complicated. I think it's really easy, especially for liberals, <laughs> to throw labels on stuff that they're like, oh, you're misogynistic, you hate women. You know? Yeah. But it's probably actually, like, no, you like women, you just think this thing, you know, it's more yeah. complicated it's like, than just like, you think hate. men are always going to be overpower women all the, all, to the end of fucking time. Like, you're an idiot. It's like, here's my example. So I was in Chinatown a few weeks ago. With my friends, we started talking to this Chinese man who was on the street and he was shining flashlights on people because he's like, I've been keeping the peace here for like on this like corner for like 15 years. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's talking to my friends and I, and then he is talking about all the hooligans that like run around Chinatown at like 2 a.m. Yeah. And he uses the N word. Oh. Mm-hmm. And. How old is he? 50. Ugh. So then my two friends, like, they, like, clam up, and they move closer to me, and they're just, like, they answer every question with, like, they, we were kind of talking to them before uh-huh. that, we were talking about a mural, and then they're just, like, uh-huh, yes, yes, like, they get very, like, cold and kind of, like, scared. Yeah. And then we go up to the L platform, and they were, like, when he said the N-word, we were, like, I, 
they were like, does he have a gun? Is he going to, like, is he a threat to us now? And I was like, I didn't understand that. I was like, he, okay. I was like, he said the N word talking about like, which you should never say. I'm not (laughs) saying anyone, you should never say that. I say (laughs) it when I'm rapping. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) But he was talking specifically about like, I mean, he's not, okay. I feel like our podcast is going to like get us so much heat. He's not right to say this, but he's specifically talking about, I broke it down. I was like, does he hate all black people? I don't know. When a black woman walked past us, he didn't even look at her. He didn't flash a flashlight on her. He didn't care about her. He yeah. was talking specifically about like young black men that hang around Chinatown at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's what he's using the N-word to mean is like those hooligans. Mm-hmm. And obviously he should never say that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I didn't, why, I don't, I didn't understand the reaction that they suddenly felt unsafe and that maybe he was going to hurt them. I was like, we're white people. He's trying to have camaraderie with us about the shit that goes on in Chinatown, mm-hmm. which is not, we don't go fuck. <laughs> It was just a weird reaction. I was like, so I was like, it's easy for us to put a label on somebody to be like, he's a racist that hates all black people. Perhaps he does. But I was like, he didn't blink an eye when a black person walked past us. Because right. he's talking about a category. Right. Like, and also... It's more complicated than that. I wouldn't... If that was me, like, I wouldn't feel scared. I would just feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't feel scared. I just felt uncomfortable. I was like, ooh, I, you're I, like, gross The now. gun thing, like, I'm like, I totally get why they would jump to that conclusion because of the climate that we're in or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, But I would think, like, break it down like you. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're only talking about one, uh, I guess, certain type of black person that you see. So, yeah. What, but talking about first impressions earlier, yeah. it's just the, the whole thing. It just takes that couple of seconds, just one word, one expression to right. actually make someone not want to hear you again. Yeah. Right. And in your case, it seems like you're a little bit, you give people... Benefit. I know, probably too much. Yes. Hey, probably so too much. That's what you should do, you know? But, and they were different. They were like, you know, they're like, we're girls and we live in the city. So we have to treat, like, my friend was like, I treat everyone like they're a threat to me. They're like, any stranger that talks to me, I don't want, I'm like afraid of them. And I was like, I don't and like that either. Yeah, that's, 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 that's sad. And I was yeah. like, I feel like, because people You're in being, Chicago, people in Chicago don't talk to each other a lot, right? You don't yeah. talk to strangers a lot. You, no. people will, if you were like, hey, can you help me? They'll help you. But right. then you don't casually talk to strangers. No. Like maybe you do, like when I lived in Savannah, you casually can talk mm-hmm. to strangers or New Orleans. But I was trying to, I thought about this later. I think it's almost there's two ways to think about it. Like there's the way that my friends are doing. They're like, you are, every stranger is a threat or there's the other way. Okay. Let me just explain this because I'm thinking about this new story. Mm. Like every, if you consider like every stranger is a threat, you just want to keep your head down and put your headphones on. There was that story from like two years ago in there's, I watched the video of it in river North where a cab hits a black man and he falls to the street. People walk by him for two minutes. He's on the street unconscious. (sighs) Or a car hit him. Then a cab pulls up where he is and kills him because he's lying on the street. And they no run one. over him. No, people. There were two minutes that people could have moved the body. Two minutes or that they like, could have checked on, around. checked on him. But it's like that. I was like that attitude of staying away from strangers is bored. That killed somebody. Right. You know. Wow. But do you think that because he was black? Yes, of course. Yeah. People just probably thought he was like some like homeless person. But he's lying on the street. Right. So, And I'm like, the other attitude of like, New Orleans or something where everyone's talking to you and you know, yeah, New Orleans, people that. are chatting with us. I feel like that's safer because everyone's a little kind of looking out for each other. Right. That's, yeah, it's way safer. Like, as a woman in the city, like, if some, if a, 
I'm honestly, af- I am afraid of strangers, but only if they are kind of giving me a weird vibe. Yeah. And it honestly, like, I I do worry about, like, am I profiling them because of their race? Right. And, but majority of the time, I'm not. I, like, I'm honestly, like, if there's a white guy, like, kind of being creepy, kind of being aloof, whatever, and then there's a black guy just walking down the street, headphones, no headphones, whatever, he's walking with a purpose... I'm more afraid of this white guy. Like, like, what is he fucking doing? Like, he's not, he's not, he's not doing anything. So that creeps me out even more. It's true. If there's no purpose, you're like, you're just kind of wandering. Like, <laughs> there's no, there, he's not even like looking around. Like, he's just kind of like just being there. And it's like, uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yeah. So question. Yeah. You, as a female, do you sometimes feel like you're profiling yourself and like isolating yourself from other people just because um, it, you feel like maybe the impression that you may make on others like for example um as, as a gay man i know that's living in texas and that's that's there's a lot oh, of yeah conservative <laughs> people here and there and it's like i'm openly gay yeah. i have no issues with that but that doesn't mean that i go out there telling every single person, person hey i'm gay, gay here right, and right. i and i go We're to the a rainbow place. flag every day exactly um and, and i know that i found myself in certain situations where i'm like um I try. I need to act a little bit more straight, or try mm. to like avoid mentioning any comments that may make thing, make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and that I feel like sometimes puts me in a little lower position. Oh, so it's just mm. like I'm just gonna refrain from it. And well, sometimes if you, you just think about it. Oh, sorry. No, I mean I'm interrupting you, but sometimes you just don't want to deal with it. You're like, I don't want to fucking go into this whole. It's just easier to not, mm. not. Exactly. Be gay right now. Basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and pretty much it, it ends up being that way. But I feel like it, it's it's a place where you may feel like you might be in some sort, sort of threat because people around you may be way too mm. conservative that you like, okay, I'm here a minority. I don't want to be necessarily a minority among all these people. So you pretty much you refrain yourself. And, yeah. and the story that you were telling, it's like in, in that case where we have... Um, this girls where they hear the word, um, the N word, yeah. and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they felt threatened. Yeah, is it because part of it it's they're a minority or they're making themselves feel as a minority? Mm, but they're not. They're Caucasian. I know. I'm like white girls threatened by the N word. But, <laughs> yes. but 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 I think it's like females and in. I think they were like, there's still females, he's a man, now he's a man, we can't trust anymore, essentially, when he says the N-word, we can't trust him now. So he could do anything, maybe that's where it went? I don't know. I still don't really get it, but... I don't get, I mean, like, I try to, I, when I was living in the city, I would not, I would try not to talk to strangers sometimes, I guess, because, only because of the way they were looking at me, like, addressing me me with their eyes, Yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. But if a guy, if a guy comes up to me, he's like, hey, like, can you help me in any help with directions? I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm really terrible with directions. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, or, like, hey, like, do you know where this is at least? I'm like, yeah, actually, I do. Like, you just, like, a few blocks up or something. Like, if it's simple like that, yeah. But, like, I, again, like, I've gotten a couple, like, two dates from two different guys from people on the blue line. No, but I guess I never thought about the gay angle, Kevin, because of in when we were thinking about this episode, I don't know if people like me, I didn't think about it from a gay perspective, but it's totally true. I do, with straight men, sometimes wondering if I'm, like... Being too gay? 
making them uncomfortable. Which is like, I shouldn't worry about, but I still kind of do. I don't worry. And I don't know if it's because because women are used to men's maybe potential attraction or them addressing you with their eyes or something, but straight men are not used to that coming from other men. They're not used to gay eyes on them. So I always kind of wonder, like, I don't want to make, you know. Right. Did you notice me checking you out earlier and now I'm talking to you about something? (laughs) (laughs) Even in the work environment, I feel like it's very, like, whenever you have a new team member, if a new team member um, happens to be gay, I feel like, or in general, they might not feel completely comfortable introducing themselves as a gay person inside Mm -hmm. a team um, whenever they don't know how the entire team is going to react and they still want to create a good impression among uh, among the team. Especially mm-hmm. if the team are constantly talking, well, I went with my wife and did, did this. Yeah, and yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. A, in a very straight environment and they are trying to be part of it. Right. In this case, because they have to. Right. And they want to be feel part of it, which kind of creates that very uncomfortable situation. And I, I feel like people need to be conscious that there's, it's still a work environment. And it's yeah. just about diversity and inclusion, be able to feel included in, in, in your work because right. it makes everyone more productive. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just... That's shitty. So what did we learn? From the- <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> Don't prejudge. I love how we had the episode about judging people where now we're like, Don't judge people. Um, Don't judge strangers, I guess. is really, you know... Because I judge people all the time. I still do. I don't care. Yeah, I feel like with anybody, it's like you don't know them. They've mm-hmm. lived on this earth for how long? Right. You don't know their fucking story. Yeah. So just wait and like listen. Yeah. And then maybe you'll like them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll like you. <laughs> and if they don't like you, fuck it. <laughs> Be yourself. Okay, so questions. <laughs> Yeah. We have a question. Um, it's one of my coworker questions. So, how do you find time hanging out with your different groups of friends? I'm worried about losing touch and that if I don't go to everything I'm invited to, I'll stop getting invited. Um, Sounds like they're popular. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sounds like a popular problem. Um, I think just, like, you don't have to go to everything, but go to, like, birthdays. Like, just pick, like, important ones. Like, birthdays. I feel like you're... You can't really miss that, okay? And if you can't go, like, say something. Yeah. When people don't say anything, it's like, Or, like, rebuttal and be like, hey, I'm actually not free. I already have plans, but, hey, let's hang out X date or whatever. Or I'm doing this. Do you want to come? I'm not the biggest... I'm not a fan of worlds colliding. I think it's... Just no. You mean different groups hanging out together? Yeah. No. Yes. Some people just don't, are not into that. I'm not into that. That's the reason why you have different groups. Exactly. Sometimes you want to hang out with certain type of people. Yeah. Sometimes oh. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in my case, I think um, I do first come, first serve. It's like Same. whoever goes oh. first and sends yeah. a message, let's do this. I make plans ahead of time and I keep a calendar and I write stuff in the calendar and I go like, let me check if I have something or if there's something tentative and that I'm a little bit more attracted to say, so I'll, I'll tell them, I'll get back to you. Yeah, sometimes you have that expectation, though, of, like, how they are as a friend. Because, like, sometimes I, I I might be one of these people, I'm not sure. Because, like, like, I don't feel like going out anymore. <laughs> that's hard, too. It's hard when you have no good reason. You know? Yeah. If that's, like, because then you're like, fuck, I have no excuse, but I just don't want to go. Yeah, but now I just, 
make myself go. I think if you have no good reason to say that you're really fucking tired, use your body as an excuse. But that's an excuse. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm sorry, I'm feeling really tired, or just, but... And then stay up for three more hours and just hang out by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not what that's I meant, like, but... That's what I do. Sure. That's the truth. I, I think I cancel, like, five hours ahead of time if I do cancel. Lesson here, earlier is better, communication, mm-hmm. and... Um, always save out for the better plans. <laughs> <laughs> hold out for the better hold plans. Hold out for the better plans. Okay, so, and then we always finish our episode with our successes. Yay! So we can finish on top. Kevin? So, <laughs> so I took Friday off because I had a very early flight to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin's I, here on a layover from Orlando to Dallas-Fort Worth. If that doesn't make to... sense to you, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you went to Hogsmeade, yay! Yay, in Alley. What's it in the world? So I knew that I was going to take the day of since sometime last week and I've been like oh yeah I'll I'll tell my boss before it happens and uh, so this week on Monday I actually sent my boss an email um, telling him hey I am going to take Friday off oh and by the way I'm also traveling next week so can I work from home one day (laughs) and he goes like sure he replies sure okay the next day um, we had our uh, meeting with our big boss and all of a sudden with that meeting came a lot of work like a whole lot of work and I'm like mm. I'm kind of glad that I asked it yesterday and not today right because if I had if that yeah. question had been brought up today after all this work that just got assigned it's just like probably he was gonna say no mm-hmm. right. so I'll call that a success yes yeah just in the awesome. nick of time so I like I love cats and <laughs> um you know Majority of the cats that are bitten in my family hate the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well Garfield like tolerated me. She didn't. She didn't really like love me, but she tolerated me and she liked me. She definitely didn't love me. She loved my parents. Um, but my parents' cats hate the shit out of me. So we have these two kittens, and they are the cats I've always wanted to have. Oh. So, they, um, It took 31 years. They, I've always been saying, like, I want a cat that is verbal, that likes to cuddle, and that are playful. These cats are that. They play too much right now, and they really, like, run around, and they scratch. They, like, does, they do, like, a grappling hook on the couch, which is, like, very annoying, because we just bought a new couch, um, meeting, Adam bought a new couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they, like, like to cuddle. They, like, sometimes, they don't like being held, but they, like, tolerate it for a little bit. Because they like to cuddle. They like to be close to humans, which is really, really nice. And it's really strange because they're barn cats. So, um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Marika had to chase them around in a barn to capture them. Right. <laughs> so, I, like, not just me, my fuck? roommate and I and our friend who, like, works at the barn and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I feed them every day or I try to feed them wet food every day because sometimes I'm late running for work. I'm like, I can't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so I made them love me by giving them food every morning. I think that's the greatest success of all. <laughs> <laughs> love. love. So it makes a Subaru a Subaru. Lesbian love. Okay, my success is. We, my partner was out on Friday, mm-hmm. and my coworker's partner was out on Friday. Ooh. My coworker, Rachel. 
Okay. So we are working on, working on a new business pitch, which is when our agency tries to get a new account that we don't currently have. Mm-hmm. So those are always, it's a very quick turnaround for this time. We had like a week, mm-hmm. a week from starting with nothing, mm-hmm. being briefed. It'll be like, this is what we're going to try to do to here's a full finished like presentation with beautiful lines and everything photoshopped yeah. and like, so very quick. Somehow we did it. But I feel like the real success was, like, my, I really like my coworker, Rachel, and we've never gotten to work. We've only got to work together a little bit in the past. So ideas got merged, and then, like, I had to write... My coworker, Kate, was out, so I had to write... find Get her tone of voice and write... No, write new stuff. Like, okay. they were, like, her lines... This one line's not working. Can we beat it and write a better line? And, like, Rachel and I are just jamming on stuff. And, like, I don't know. It was just really fun to, like, work with... A new person? Someone new. And she's a senior mm. art director, so... And I'm a junior... So it's, like, she clearly has, like, a lot of experience, and she really knows, like, she's clearly, like, an overachiever, like, an overachiever, and she's, like, I don't know, it was just cool to, like, work with somebody that really, like, had their head on that straight, and, like, That's so I mean, cool. I love my, obviously, I love my partner normally, but it was just, like, cool to switch it up, and yeah, they were, like, really were, like, I mean, even with everyone's areas, the agency was, like, holy shit. They were like, you guys did all this in, like, two days. Like, you did a full campaign in two days, and we were, like, mm-hmm. And we'll do Mike it again. <laughs> and we'll drops. do it again. Um, so we'll see. That's on, awesome. We'll can see. you say then? No. Um, can you say like the, the product or service? It's a new product that doesn't exist yet. <gasps> what? It's coming. It's like going to be a new thing. Ah, so, that's exciting. Is it a dating app? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but that's our episode. Cool. Um, you can I'm email. really excited about that success, Miles. Yeah, let me know. You can email us at idkpod at gmail.com. Or our Instagram, which is probably a lot easier, idkpod. No. <laughs> Shut up. What is I, it? Idk what I'm doing pod. Yeah. Um, you can follow us there. You can do that, and we gotta go, because Kevin's never seen Chicago, and we're trapped in my, like, fucking bedroom with the shade down, so. But it's cold outside. You're used to it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Bye, gabies, or whatever we call you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. If they don't like you, fuck it.